Welcome to Muller Time. How you doing? What's up, man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to say first uh, to everybody out there, and you, of course, as well, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, is it that week already? Well, yeah. And okay. When they hear this, uh, well, it'll be before Thanksgiving, but the next show is after. Yeah, this is Thanksgiving week for us, so yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody that listens to Muller Time Podcast. And I'd also like to, I, I forget if I mentioned this to you, but I sent Muller Time to the to the special counsel. Oh, yes. Yeah, you did mention that. The special counsel has a public email and, you know, I know no one's going to probably read it, but what the heck, right? It has to end up on a record somewhere. Well, you know, and let me backtrack. I know people read it because the reason I knew about the email was from a news story where a citizen who knew something contacted them and they do read those. Okay. So I just said, hey, you know, I actually spent a fair amount of time writing it, but I said, we appreciate you. What were you going to say? No, well, you didn't ask them to listen, I hope. Uh, no, I just said, this is what we do. And okay. you're, uh, I just said, you know, we appreciate what you do. And okay. yeah, and then I definitely said at the end, if you ever have, you know, if you ever want something to Wait, do, just listen to they can't to. waste their time talking to us. No, no, they're not going to appear on the show. <laughs> well, maybe later, but you know what I mean? Well, when they have, when they all have books to sell at, when it's the, all said and done, then they can come talk to us. Well, yeah, let's be honest. The last thing you'd want to do after working 15 hour days is listen on the investigation is listen yeah. to Muller time and be yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I'd like to wish a happy Thanksgiving to Mr. Mueller as well and his team. I'm I'm sure they get no time to yeah, themselves. That, well, you know what? They're going to have a lot of time to themselves after they get the job done. Yeah, my friend who's uh, our legal advisor, who's a, a, a prosecutor, said he can't imagine the stress on the family. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's got a fairly high-profile job. Okay, so on, um, was it Veterans Day last week, uh, the story that went around was that eight members of Mueller's team worked. How many of them are going to work on Thanksgiving? I'm I'm going to venture to say that almost every one of them. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they'll get a couple hours to the, with the family. Mm. But you, this is like, it ain't like we ain't working at Subway. No. There's literally every second you take off is a second that this, you know, mm-hmm. the country's at risk. Yeah. But Thanksgiving, it's such an American holiday. I'm sure they, I'm sure Mother gives them at least 30 minute lunch. Okay, good. <laughs> like you work at, like you work at Subway. Yeah. 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 You got any plans for uh, the, the holiday? None. Yeah. None. Yeah. Hey, I want to thank all our uh, new listeners. Plays are going way up. Yeah. Thanks to everybody that's been uh, putting putting us in the top twenty of the iTunes uh, podcast chart. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. No. And I'd like to thank uh, Player FM, which is an app mm-hmm. that we featured us this week. Mm-hmm. So we're featured in the Progressive Talk. Oh, right on. Progressive Talk. You. I know. You thought it was going to be in the um, conservative radio. Well, no. I like in the iTunes chart how like we'll be above. Bill O'Reilly or Dan Bongioni. <laughs> yeah. Bongino, Bongioni. So in uh, this other one, they separate the left from the right, the progressives from the conservatives. Well, what I did was I was up late one night, as always, and I just, on Twitter, I contacted every podcast app that I see in our analytics because I don't know all these apps. Every single one, and I said, would you consider featuring us? And Player FM was the only one that wrote back. All right. Actually, one other one called something else that I'm not going to plug mm-hmm. said that they everything is an algorithm so they can't oh wow and i was like what do you mean like it's your no human control that's i gotta say like if anyone's listening who is an app developer that's a huge mistake and i'm not saying that just because we want to be like featured everywhere letting a computer control your content yeah bad mistake don't you watch movies come on you know that right didn't the voice of hal just die about a week ago i I heard that yeah Yeah. well that's yeah, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but that was I don't, but that that just happened. Wow, what a uh, what a great movie and a in a 
<laughs> Huge morning sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, I have to actually acknowledge someone on Twitter before we move any further. Oh, please do. Yeah. Um, we have people listening, and I find out the hard way by getting on Twitter. Um, we mention Seth Abramson all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, he has his book out, and I completely misrepresented his book, and I got called out for it on Twitter, and I kind of appreciate that. Well, I, rem- I remember your comment, and I saw that comment, but unless I'm wrong, I don't remember you... No, I remember why. And they here, let, let okay. me read. I, I'll, and I'll totally cop to Please it. Please do. Um, so Twitterer uh, Daniel Edbo called out my inaccurate description of Seth Abramson's book, uh, Proof of Collusion, How Trump Betrayed America. His tweet, I'm going to read his tweet verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was writing this in reply to a Seth Abramson tweet where he did an AMA on Twitter about his new book. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Twitterer Daniel Edbo says, FYI, the Mueller Time podcast promoted uh, POC at their on their last show, but in my uh, or IMHO misrepresented it as a straightforward reproduction of your mega threads. They seemed unaware of the narrative scope of it and that it synthesizes a lot of independent sources. Love proof of collusion. Mm. Okay, you know what? He's he's absolutely right. I did misrepresent it as just a whole just his tweets in book form. I got that from the initial announcement um, of his book deal. And that's what everybody on Twitter said. Oh, yeah. Well, they gave him a book deal just because they're going to reproduce his tweets. So I, 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 he was absolutely right to call me out. And I'm really looking forward to reading Seth Abramson's book, Proof of Collusion. Exactly. And uh, so thank you. That was more than uh, <laughs> that was. I, w- I, I mean, to me, I was just to me, what was the funniest thing about that? That conversation was that I honestly did think it was going to be just. Uh, a mega thread, and I'm the one who was goofing on him because you know me, I always kind of goof on mm-hmm. Seth Abramson. It's out of love. Yeah. We look, all I need to know about Seth Abramson is that Malcolm Nance told us he was legit. Yeah. No, when I, that's it. Twitter gate all, or well, Russia gate all exploded in 2017 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Abramson was one of a crowd, and everyone else in that crowd is a nut job. We're not even <laughs> going to say their names. Right. But yeah, when at Politicon 2017, we had the opportunity. We asked Malcolm Nance point blank, and he said Seth Abramson is cool. Right, Chris ran down when we were talking to Malcolm Nance. He just threw out. He just kind of went through this list, and I just stood there, and Malcolm was like, "Cool, cool, not cool." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, now we know." Yeah, like there's very few people whose word I would take just that something was legit or somebody, but absolutely. So we'll check out that book. So yeah, I'm looking forward now to reading Seth Abramson's Proof of Collusion, How Trump Betrayed America. Awesome. Yeah, no, me too. All right. I got that out of the way. Thank you. Nice. So after um, two years, uh, Trump has finally answered the questions of Mueller. Oh, his take-home <laughs> exam. Two years. He, he took him two years to complete the take-home exam. I, to me, I know it wasn't exactly two years, but you get the point. It's the funniest thing ever. Okay, so he's supposed to turn it in before uh, before Thanksgiving, before right. Thursday. And now would I, was I hearing that he refused to answer any of the questions that have to do with obstruction of justice? Right. But, so but, he didn't actually complete the take-home exam. No. But let's be honest. This whole thing is a... Mueller doesn't need these questions. This whole thing is a farce. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's... I guess it's just about doing the show that you did something mm-hmm. or whatever, maybe for his base. Mm-hmm. But yeah, come on. It's not. I, I can't wait to see how this one plays out. Right. Yeah, because um, it's a perjury. All the questions are perjury traps. Right. Right. <laughs> That's Only. That's a thing. Right. Two, two years and he finally answers like five questions. 
I, I look forward to finding out what they no, are. But he made a point to say he, he wrote it all by himself. He, I mean, he completely was that the Chris Wallace interview. Yes. He completely sounded like a child saying, "No, I I drew that painting or I I did the coloring all by myself." When it was really your daddy that made sure you stayed within the lines. You, no, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, he sounded like a petulant child. It was sad. I turned on Chris Wallace because I didn't know that was going to happen. That was on what Sunday? Yeah, yeah, and yesterday. Well, no, yeah. Sunday. Yeah, so I, I'm like, oh, Chris Wallace is interviewing, you know, you know who. So I pulled it up. You know, I, I don't like Fox News, like, of course, because. Well, you don't have to have watched Fox News. The clips, at least the right. highlights got on every single news outlet. I ended up actually watching it long form, which I almost never do. And it, I'll say like Chris Wallace did, I mean, he did a good as good a job as I think you could do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he works for a, a propaganda network. I, I don't think he's an innocent. Uh, well, he's not as, but, he's not as uh, terrible as. No. Judge Janine or Hannity. No, he he pushed back. Mm-hmm. But the absolutely thing that, again, you shake your head at was the thing about McRaven, the the commander of the Bin Laden raid. Oh, yeah. Like His, his you, crime is being a Hillary and Obama supporter. Doesn't I mean, matter that he is an American military hero that helped take down one of the, 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 the single greatest foe of america in our lifetimes I, I hate to you know me i told i told you this before i never do this but i have to do it again imagine obama yeah no he would have been not only impeached he would have been thrown in jail yeah for if he said something like that yeah that's how ser- he mocked the guy who led the bin laden raid yeah he didn't do it quick enough it should have happened sooner that's that was the only thing trump had to say in his defense it like, should have happened sooner as if it was that guy's fault it was, yeah, all because McRaven has McRaven, been outspoken. Me, yes. No, no, you, mm-hmm. you got it. Yeah, all because he's been outspoken saying that attacking the free press is the great, he said, I think he said something to the effect of it's the greatest threat in my lifetime mm-hmm. to this country. So, look, first of all, the guy already had ensured his place in history and patriotism by getting bin Laden. But on top of that, like now I really love him. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty sad, the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was like the hits just keep on coming. You know, we're out here in California, so like I I actually avoided TV the day that he was out here. He was up in Northern uh, at Paradise. Oh, that now. Oh, no. What do you know what he did up there? Right. So he first of all, here's the best part. So first of all, he flies in on a fucking chopper. Remember when he said he couldn't fly in France? Yeah. So he flies in through this horrible cloud. So so immediately like of course you were lying. Because clearly your your chopper pilot is probably the best in the world because mm-hmm. he flies you around. Clearly they can fly in some bad weather, but whatever. Yeah. So then he lands. Did you see what he looked like? Um, well, I'm not going to fault him for not dressing up to go into uh, you know burned out woods. No, it's not that. It's like, well, first of all, he's repping his gear from his website. Oh, okay. Which no, is, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he was repping the full on, you know, the hustle never stops. And he looked terrible. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. but the dude literally was like, and then he gets the name of the town wrong. Yeah. And then he did his trademark, uh, fake correction also. Right. Yeah. If you hear him, um, he says, uh, pleasure California twice. The second time everyone around him, including Jerry Brown, all correct him. And then he said, he does the thing. Oh, or paradise. He, as he, if either name is correct. Chris Hayes on MSNBC <laughs> has a long mega, uh, like mega reel of every time <laughs> Trump has done this with a teleprompter. I want to get something wrong on the teleprompter where he says the correct word, but makes it sound like both words are okay. Right. It's so crazy. It really is that kid that you went to school with who was just never prepared. Yeah. I mean, everybody 
did that to some degree, but it's 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 almost if it wasn't so serious, it would be hilarious. He called the town Pleasure, California. You know what he reminds me? Of? This kid, I always remember this. This kid in my history class one time, he he ditched class in high school, but he ditched class right outside the window. So he didn't show up, but he was hanging in the courtyard and the teacher could hear his voice. So the teacher opened the window and was like, hey, like- <laughs> not, the, not the brightest one, was he? No, no. And it didn't get much better from there. But that's that's like this guy. Yeah. It's not even the bare minimum of effort. But then his people love it. And it only makes it better for him when he does stupid stuff like that. Well, yeah, they they uh, I'm not I don't want to go too much into the the Freud thing, but they they project their own problems and they, he becomes this figure where every time he's attacked, they're attacked. Yeah. It's this godlike or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So every time, you know, they just they just retreat into that shell. But he really he really goof he really messed up with this McRaven thing. Yeah. That I yeah, I I, I really hope there's some actual no, blowback on I, that. But I think it's gonna be it's gonna be gone from the news by the time this podcast is available uh, to the to the world. In an hour. Yeah. Um even uh Robert J. O'Neill, who I don't know if you know who he is he, on Twitter, he's one of the he he's one of the guys who was on the bin Laden raid. He's okay. a Navy SEAL. Right. This guy's a full on Trump supporter, which is sad, but he was like are you kidding me? Like McRaven, that's his commander. Yeah. And then these these goofballs were like writing him like, well, what about this? And like, wait, so you're a nobody and you're actually, are you attacking the guy who supposedly, Robert J. O'Neill supposedly is the guy who fired the shot that killed Bin Laden? Like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, how, how does he get away with it? Why? <laughs> Why is he allowed to trash the military? That's the one thing you can't do in the in. In this country, you can't talk trash about the military. Yeah, yeah. And, but if your name is Trump, you can. Oh, also, if your name is Trump, you can have private emails, apparently, and a White House job at the same time. Yeah. So right before the uh, taping this show, of course, the um, I mean, you, you knew this was going to happen. Well, it already happened with uh, with um, Jared last year. Right. We found out he had a private email thing going on, and now we found out Ivanka is doing private uh, government go- government business on her private email account. I was very pleased to see though that she was the number one trending topic for cuz that means that people are actually are noticing. Mm-hmm. And when when that thing happened with Jared, it it really was just a bubble, but she's more of a yeah, you know, well, this is Ivanka. Right. Yeah, Princess Princess Ivanka. One of the weirdest things is how like it's not like it's not an excuse that you didn't know. Oh, you, how can she not know? But that was the major right. um talking point of every Trump rally in the fall of 2016. Uh, I, I don't think that's people, what, be, right. where do you think lock her up chance came from? Because she had a private email server. I don't think people fully understand. There's a pro Publica article that was a while ago that I may have mentioned once, but it was about how the Trump family each kind of plays their part in these scams. And the part on Ivanka made very clear that she's a full on member of this crime family. And she's used often in specific ways She's really like a closer. They bring her in, you know, probably if it's a bunch of men, and close the deal. And they were very specific. So it's a scam. It, the whole thing is a scam. It's the same way when they got, I don't want to jump to this yet, but when Zuckerberg is up there talking about Facebook and Sheryl Sandberg and they have this look on their face, oh, yeah. it's a scam. They've been doing it forever. Hmm. Oh, I don't know, you know, what do I know? Yeah. No, motherfucker, like you know. So wait, do we keep our Facebook page? What's happening? You know, I'm, I am going to get to that. Okay. But yeah, we, yeah, we are going to get to that. Okay. But yeah, so 
so Ivanka has been sending private emails for how long? It was like months, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, yeah. Butter emails. Come on. Well, I hope she's ready for some real questioning because that's when the Democrats take the House, she's going to be up there in public. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be awesome. Yeah. She's going to have to answer to little Adam shit. Right. Yeah. I know. It's like. Come on. That happened this weekend, too. What the hell? What has happened to our country? Adam Schiff is our congressman, by the way. Hey, we get to vote for him. Right. Yes. Proudly vote for him. Proudly voted for Adam Schiff. Right. And so Trump is freaking out because Mr. Schiff will be the head of the intelligence committee. <laughs> that, it was so obvious. It's like, okay. like, Well, look, if it, if it was a mistake, he, he Trump will delete and repost tweets right. with, with spelling errors. This was no error. That was completely deliberate. It is still but, standing right now. But, I also found it though to be a little bit of an escalation in because he has a lot of nicknames for people that are all bad, but this is the first one that was profanity. Yeah, this is the first right? expletive. Yes, and it felt I it felt different to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw that I was like, oh, that's yeah, you're right, you're absolutely yeah. right. That is that's a lot different than crooked Hillary. Right. Yeah. A, a normal person, which he's not, a normal person would try to. I, I don't know if it would matter with a guy like Adam Schiff, but you try to get in his good graces or at least not piss him off. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, we don't do that no. here. Adam Schiff is going to be subpoenaing everything. Yeah. Adam Schiff is a great congressman because he's not hes not like in your face, but he's a prosecutor who knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a lot of times not really on TV. I mean, he is on TV, but he's not like this guy who stands out. I think a lot of people d- probably didn't even know who he was before yeah. this, even though we did. Yeah. Anyway. Well, look, he is our local right. congressman. So yeah. He's all over this. And he, rest assured, he will get to the bottom of a lot of this mm-hmm. on that committee, along with every other committee. <laughs> That's going to be... Uh, <laughs> what's the January, what, 26th? Is that the date that starts? Uh, yeah, something like... It might be the 19th or 18th. 19th, some, okay. Yeah, hmm. I, I think it might be the 18th or 19th. Hmm. Uh, whatever it is, it's I'm gonna is, we're going to go out to a bar. <laughs> and Well, I heard they're already teeing up the investigations like we got got the local c-span bar down the street from us that we're going to go watch we don't have sports bars in our neighborhood we have c-span bars do we do (laughs) oh i know i thought we is that is that really just we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to open one before that date well cnn is right down the street actually they yes they are um they have a they don't have a bar though they have coffee that's way too expensive (laughs) oh that coffee shop yeah i don't like that coffee place yeah that 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 one is a little expensive you're correct Mm mm-hmm but I've always I like hanging out there because I'm always hoping I'm like I'll run into somebody you know. Yeah, a- Anderson Cooper works in New York. I don't know if you're going to see him here in L.A. Yeah. So um, apparently, I'm sure you saw this on the D.C. court docket. There are about 30 sealed indictments. Yeah. That have, right. Ready to go. No one knows who they are, so of course we can't say. But every prosecutor interviewed said it's unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, I read today that. Whitaker can't touch him because they're already sealed. They're already on the docket. Whitaker can't touch him. Whitaker looks like he can't touch his own toes. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, well, Whitaker had. Uh, did you see? He was an athlete. <laughs> did you see the masculine toilet? Can you can you um in a time break that down for me because I actually okay. Didn't. Um, Whitaker, uh, our new deputy a or excuse me, our new interim AG, um. Attorney General, excuse me. Soon to be uh, indicted. He worked for a company that is under um, uh, the Federal Trade Commission, busted them for fraud. They have all these wacky products. All of their investors were suing them 
for um, stealing their money. One of the products was the masculine toilet, a toilet designed for men that ha- that are very well endowed. Wait, this, you're serious? I'm oh Rachel Maddow reported this. Wow. It was reported by she got it from um, the from Mother Jones. Wow. And the the company that uh, you know was busted for fraud. The, they also had a some time travel thing and some Bigfoot <laughs> thing that they were taking money from people from. So Trump obviously would not be. Oh, well, I don't want to get into. Well, that. look, tr- we just we've discussed this in the past. Trump's business is fraud. Right. Whitaker's business is fraud. Yeah, you're right. So there you go. That's why he's our but, new um, interim attorney general. I'm just saying. Uh, also, based on what you're saying about the what that product is, the type of man it's designed for, I, I'm guessing doesn't need it. <laughs> Doesn't really need it. And I don't want to go any farther just because my own, I don't want to just, but yeah. Oh, you have to go back and watch Rachel Maddow's report of this story because it's so funny and she has to tiptoe around it and she just doesn't, yeah, we love Rachel. Yeah, 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 that was, uh, I was watching that when you came in, but I didn't, uh, I'll I'll look it up. Oh, no, this is last Friday's episode. You were watching tonight's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Whitaker, uh, the scam, I mean, it's so disgusting. You know, you know, he took advantage of military veterans. Yeah, that, that yeah, Rachel discusses that in her segment last Friday as well. So yeah, that's who they targeted with all these terrible products. Just, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's a fraud business of fraud. Now, um, isn't there a court case saying that he was unconstitutionally appointed? Yeah. So by the way, this is this is not like one of these things where it's not going to work out. This is a strong case. You don't have to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. If I understand it, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> this is un- it's in the constitution. In the Constitution, the Senate is is supposed to confirm major appointments of major figures. Obviously, the Attorney General. They did not do that. No. This court, they're absolutely going to win this court case. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they said that any anybody, if this guy is is in charge, any defense attorney can just say if their if their client goes before the Justice Department, hey, this guy's not even a legal Attorney General. So who knows who could go free yeah. because of this nonsense. But while he's in there, you know, we don't know what he can do. I hope he understands he's taken, he's bitten off more than he can chew. Well, I, I was happy to hear that he can't touch these um, sealed indictments that are already on the docket. Right. Mueller obviously knew this was coming. Yeah. And if those are his indictments, which I think they probably are, mm-hmm. yeah. Once it's filed, there ain't nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Nothing. Nothing. So just, I hope we find out what they are very soon. Yeah, there's a there's a strong chance that we'll be back here tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be. <laughs> oh no! Come on, we we you really got my hopes up for hashtag Felony Friday last weekend. Last yeah. week and it didn't happen. Well, I, I really like doing one of these a week because of the uh, it is it's a. It, oh no! If the, if it all comes down tomorrow, yeah, we're recording another one. Yeah, it's not that it's like a lot. It's not that these show these shows are more. It's like a lot of mental work. It's not like we're like out here with the, like we get in this. I have to edit for hours because we pretty much cut it as is. But just the mental thoughts, so I have to do it two two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. But if it goes down, if it goes down oh, tomorrow. Yeah, and by all accounts, I mean, look, no one knows anything, but it seems like something's going down. Maybe that's what's going to happen this Black Friday. <sighs> Man, <laughs> what do you think? Thanks. What do you think Thanksgiving is like at the Trump House? Uh, uh, well, uh, the, the Trump house being Mar-a-Lago. Thanksgiving is a family holiday and they're not, they're not a family in the traditional sense because they don't, they don't care about each other. Well, do Jarvanka go to, um, uh, Mar-a-Lago for Thanksgiving? 
I honestly, I don't know. What's the correct grammar on that? Do Jarvanka, does Jarvanka, which is the correct word for if you're well, calling uh, two persons one name. Well, we're going to cut a separate show on that <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll do it, cut an hour long special about the, uh, how, how to, uh, <laughs> how to pronounce that. So yeah, we'll find out what's going on with these sealed indictments. Also, Manafort and Gates sentencing has been postponed, mm-hmm. which uh, leads many to believe that there's something coming, because that was supposed to be uh, that was supposed to happen before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then uh, or to the effect of around then, and now they need extra time. Yeah, are they uh, singing like canaries? Is that oh, why absolutely. they need time? Absolutely. Yeah, well, Gates definitely is. I don't, I don't know what's up with Manafort. They say he's been less than cooperative. But it's not, I mean, at a certain point. Well, they got him. They got him, you know. Yeah, they, they got him. He doesn't, he doesn't want to end up with some Russians. Uh, Mueller must have enough evidence that he doesn't need him to talk. I, I can only, sometimes I just think about, imagine what he does have. And all this other stuff with these, the Middle East, there's connections uh, everywhere. Speaking of which, so one of, Reaching back, talk about reaching back in the past. One of Dick Cheney's aides is now in the Mueller, probably in the crosshairs. I, oh, again, I it's like, what, yeah, what's going on? Exactly, right? Like, it's like when you heard about Papadopoulos and you were like, who? Mm-hmm. This guy's name is uh, John Hanna. And he's part of the Middle Eastern part of this investigation with that guy, George Nader. And um, apparently, so this John Hanna character, these guys were trying to open up uh, with Iran. They were trying to get the, take a hardline position. So there's a strong chance that, from what I've read, that this guy could end up being a target uh, of, uh, of, of Mr. Mueller. That's in the Daily Beast. Okay. So uh, I hadn't thought about Cheney for a while. Yeah, but now there's that movie out with Christian Bale playing him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this George Nader guy was like a sh- shadowy figure in this John Hanna guy and this Israeli guy whose name I'm blanking, they were working together to... Uh, when Trump came in to put sanctions in on Iran. And you're not allowed to do that when, first of all, you're not allowed to do that when you're not president yet. And also there was probably money coming in from foreign governments. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Also on that tip, uh, did you see how st- about the Steve Bannon and Brexit? Uh, yeah, and Cambridge Analytica yeah. involved there, of course. Yeah. It's looking more and more like Steve Bannon flooded the Brexit thing with foreign money, mm-hmm. which is illegal. Yeah, this is another story that, while we're learning the details, I'm not surprised at all one bit. Right. Yeah. And it's appearing more and more like that was a mirror or, if you want to be conspiratorial, a trial for what happened here. Yeah. I think it wasn't necessarily planned. It was just they saw it worked and they just flipped it on us. Mm-hmm. So now they're saying that Britain should have their own Mueller investigation, which is, I mean... They're not going to clone Mueller, but I'm sure they have. Well, no, they need a special investigation. Yeah, of Brexit. Yeah, yeah, because this guy Aaron Banks, who I guess was the the, the primary uh, independent backer, this guy's in league with Russia. I mean, it's it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And this uh, Nigel Farage character, same thing. Now, yeah, how, who's going to bust him in this situation then? How does that work in England? How do you get a special counsel investigation in England? How does their parliamentary tricks work for that? This Brexit is a disaster. Mm-hmm. Now even, I mean, I'm sure you saw John Oliver. Mm-hmm. Now, no, I don't. No. Oh, no? Dish Network and HBO are in a feud, and I, I am a Dish Network subscriber. HBO is not on Dish right now. It hasn't been for three weeks. Whoa. Really? Yeah. They just took you, it off. Yeah. You, you don't want to know why. It's because uh, 
HBO owned by Time Warner got sold to AT&T, who owns DirecTV, which is Dish Network's main competition. Mm. And um, so that, that that's a little bit too much of a, a monopoly where the actual satellite provider owns the network. I think you should email the uh, special counsel and <laughs> special counsel at dot gov. All right. So I have not seen HBO in three weeks. No John Oliver, no uh, Bill Maher for me for the last last three weeks. Can you imagine another kind of like wacko emails they get? <laughs> like they probably wouldn't even blink like whatever. Just another track. Like, like 10 years ago, I got really upset when Dish Network got into a fight with. I, oh, no. When Time Warner got into a fight with HDNet, which is owned um, by um, what's his name? Dallas Mavericks uh, owner. Oh, um, yeah, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah. And so I wrote Mark Cuban a letter saying, what the hell? I'm going to switch to Dish Network. How's your carriage deal with Dish Network? And he wrote me back. And then it got serious? published in um, a satellite TV news blog. You got a letter back from Mark Cuban? Yes. Can, can I'll find it. And yes, I'll dig it up and send it to you. Can we get this podcast to Mark Cuban? That's my question. I, I still have that email address, I, so maybe we can. I'm, I, I don't know exactly this, what... This was in like 2008 or 2009 that this went down. I think any billionaire could really be an asset to this. Yeah. Even if he just wants to sponsor us for something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's good to know a lot of rich people, not fake rich, like the person in the white house who's not a billionaire, but Mark Cuban is an actual billionaire. He is. Yes. A, a for realsy. Well, I found his for realsy email and he wrote me back. That's, I mean, that's look, they yeah. say that's true. If people are highly successful, mm -hmm. he took that seriously. He did. And he, cause he was involved in that, right? Yeah. No, yeah, it was just um, his because he owns HDNet, which is right. no, I think is now Access TV, and uh, they got into a feud with Time Warner, who I was a subscriber from at the time, and um, I'm like Mark Cuban, what the hell? I right. like your channel, and I, you know, how do I get it? And um, he confirmed that well, they're all good with Dish Network, so I switched to Dish Network ten years ago. So this Brexit thing, uh, which is <laughs> back from, to Brexit, yeah, from John Oliver, it's such a disaster mm -hmm. that even the people who proposed it are now. Running, that didn't even happen here. Mm -hmm. They're running away from it. They're like, no, like, you know, yeah. like we've seen in this country that Trump people have largely stuck with him or at least, but over there. Is that just differences between just being an American and being England? That's just, is, that, is that just cultural differences? They, Where at an American, no matter how wrong you learn you are, you're going to stand behind your dis original decision? Well, um, stupid stubbornness. I don't know. I mean, Pink Floyd did say, uh, you know, was that hanging on in quiet desperation? What, is oh, the, is the English way? Which song is that? You're stumping me. It was in uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Okay. But whatever, the point being, they have their own whack jobs there, but I think they have way less. I, that's just been my impression. And and also their whack jobs aren't, don't have that religious thing going on True. as much. I was thinking about the, like yeah. our, we, that's distinctly American thing, mm -hmm. which is one of the things I admire about Europe. They just don't have that thing but obviously they have their own crazy people mm. so hey man let's let's do that face let's do facebook okay yeah so facebook i mean you read the article yeah facebook is as evil as you as more evil than you ever believed new york times drops yet another amazing article which is why i'm a subscriber and i'll remain a subscriber mm -hmm. just a huge one about how zuckerberg and sheryl sandberg knew that russians were meddling they were lying to you when they were asked about it in 2016 when it was going on, when it was all going down, Zuckerberg denied, he denied. And now the and New York Times has shown that he was lying. Right. Their security chief, the article didn't really explain how it, it came to their attention, but their security chief was like, told them what was going on. And they just, like most corporations, they just tried to bury it. Mm -hmm. They Silicon Valley needs to be regulated. 
It's this is like why government exists. This you could put this in a textbook if you're teaching kids some someday about why why you need government. Private companies were given a chance to do the right thing, and they they didn't just he didn't just fail once. No, they're just continually failing. Yeah, they're clearly not willing to do it, so it needs to be regulated. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was telling you when you're when we were joking when I read that they Facebook hired a private firm to basically run interference, and one of the things the firm did was throw out the George Soros, an anti-Semitic conspiracy. Yeah, thing. no, Facebook um, went after the, the, the critics of this story, of the uh, the criticisms that they had for um, letting Russia run rampant in their fake news mm-hmm. and, and, and just getting all their data. Um, yeah, so the critics of that, Facebook hired a publicity firm that basically smeared them. Right. Yeah, that's Ma- what they did. They went out and smeared their critics. Mark Zuckerberg. With anti-Semitism. He's Jewish. I mean, I'm Jewish. That's why, like... I just, when I see this, I just shake my head. Like, I can't, I, I can't believe it. Yeah, but now, can you boycott Facebook? I don't think it's possible. Well, that's what I was telling you, as silly as it sounds about a moral dilemma. I saw that and I was like, I, I can't be on a website that pushed a George, but, but. But look, there's nowhere else to go. Well, the the Muller Time Facebook page is, is very important. That's mm-hmm. our biggest social media. That's mm-hmm. the way we interact with people. Mm-hmm. We can't give that up. It's not. Oh, look, we can, I mean, there are other social networks to go to, right. but, you know, Facebook, what, what can you do? Right. It's a very powerful tool when used correctly. Now, if, let's say I wanted to be hardcore about this and say, screw that, like, let's say, let's take the hit and go, I can't, if I have a regular job that I don't discuss on here, I need Facebook for that job, which means I need my personal page and I need my personal page to have access to my day job page. Right. And yeah, it's, we're stuck with it. And I need to know how much uh, better looking and successful I am than my high school classmates. Yes. <laughs> no, but it just it just makes me laugh. No, yeah, so, Facebook is too. They're they're too big now. They're too big. I weigh I weigh almost the same thing I did in high school. So of course you know Facebook. It's mm-hmm. it's all about the ego. Dude, I weigh less than I weighed in high school. There you so go. I know what you mean. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like it. You had to tell me there, but we didn't go to the same high school. No, we were the opposite sides of the country. Closed prom outfit still fits no i don't know what that mm-hmm. i don't know what it was so yeah so it, it is it's it's i'm not leaving facebook or at least i'm not the Mueller time page is staying mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know man the private account well, look zuckerberg was lying to you when he was trying to say the russians weren't really screwing with us he lied to you back in 2016 right like you need to do the right thing because your platform was weaponized and used against the american public mm-hmm. The only reason that you even exist, I'm talking like about Mark Zuckerberg, because you were born in America and the advantages that that led you to create this thing. So if another country is attacking us, you know, you, you have to do the right thing. Because yeah. if it gets worse, like there won't be no Facebook or it'll be a Russian Facebook. Zuckerberg took payments directly in rubles. Right. They literally took credit card payments or <laughs> right. However, yeah. it went down mm-hmm. for one hundred thousand dollars. That's about how much the the money was, at least the ad stuff. For $100,000, they Donald Trump got installed in the White House. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that's yeah. $100,000. Zuckerberg got screwed. He should have charged a hell of a lot more for that. Yeah. Well, now he knows what it caught. Now he knows what it's worth. That's the problem. Yeah. What's really happen. 2020 is coming. Talk about not a good look. Facebook's employees being embedded with fucking like Brad Parscale and all mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, you're like Really? Like you, you had guys in their office telling them how to do this? Yeah. Now, they, gave, they, they did the same for, um, for Hillary's campaign. They, uh, they offered 
Oh, and, and Hillary didn't take it? And that's another huge... Talk about it. I'm, well, okay, what was the right thing to do? Not take the help or take the help? The right thing to do is to take the help. Yeah. Because the other side, it's, it, it's a war. In a war, you need to take advantage. The, uh, the, I have a couple books that I haven't gone to about her campaign. You know, I, I'm not trying to bag on her. I keep going on. But there were catastrophic errors made that we, we know about that played into this. Uh, I will say one thing. The, their response to the hacking when the, when the Democrats found out the DNC was hacked and the, is absolutely incompetent on a level that, I mean, you know this already. No, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Literally, this one FBI agent was like calling them more. I mean, this it was crazy. He was like, look, I'm trying to help you. And they were like, not returning the calls or whatever. I was like, what? Like, who does that? And then they kept it a secret till because they were worried about it getting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they were worried about that getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, in my day job, how can I get embedded uh, Facebook people to show me how to do ads properly for my day job? Why can't I get that? It'd be kind of cool to walk around all day just in your daily life with a Facebook employee <laughs> just next to you, like, you know, wherever, like Zuckerberg. Ugh. God, that guy, he looks inhuman. Hey, let's give a big uh, round of applause to one Jim Acosta. Oh, Who's yeah. Back? Absolutely. I don't have any. All right, no, we can, we can applaud Jim Acosta. I don't have any sound effects queued up. Did you see the new rules today for the White House press corps? Uh, what are they? Well, no, uh, no follow-up questions. And if you do uh, give an unsolicited follow-up question, your hard pass is revoked. Let me say this. I, I've frequently trashed the White House press corps, and I thought Jim Acosta at times was annoying, I, but I never... But when I was watching him with that whole thing, I realized that there actually is, there is something good happening there, mm-hmm. because he has the, he challenged them. Maybe the question here's the point: we don't even remember what I don't remember what question he was asking. It's no, not that, but it was like he was getting interrupted right away. He, but but the mm-hmm. good thing was he was. We don't have the opportunities he had in these people's faces. If I had that, I would absolutely do that. But I don't. But he does, mm-hmm. and he made them look bad. He yeah. challenged them. That's what it's. That's yeah. why it was so important. The question wasn't even as important as what he did there. Uh, there was a question about the care. He had a question about the caravan, and then I forget what the follow-up question was. It might have had to do with the Mueller investigation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and whatever it was, he well, they lost their mind. Yeah, no, Trump uh, interrupted the questions, never answered either one, and just berated him because Trump was trying to have an incident, and he succeeded. Right. Yes. And Acosta handled it like a total pro. Mm-hmm. He's very. He's a look. Now, we haven't had a Sarah Huckabee Sanders or a President Trump press briefing since then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Huckabee Sanders, I don't, I'm sorry, uh, with Huckabee Sanders, I don't, I don't know what's up with her. Yeah. No, we've been getting like one a month since the beginning of summer. Yeah. That's about it. So check this out. Uh, you know, Interpol, mm-hmm. obviously we all, we all know the uh, inter- international, you know, police agency. Did you know that the head of Interpol disappeared oh no when, when, when did this happen he's a chinese guy i think he's been found he's in jail somewhere like in china okay like just arrested just some like kafka-esque situation so now they need a new head because this guy is in jail on some it sounds like some fake charges so they're electing a guy from russia oh how convenient russia who uses interpol to arrest their critics and to detain their critics yeah they do don't they are you kidding me? Wow. Yeah. This Bill Browder guy, the Magnitsky Act. Interpol can arrest people in America, can't they? 
if Interpol issues what's called a red notice, mm-hmm. you can be detained anywhere. Yeah. Now, it depends on the country that you're in. But, yo, if you're on that website, no. Yeah. No, they're, yeah, they're going to detain you. And yet, the people, countries are aware that Russia abuses the system, but in the time it takes, you're in jail. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you are, something could happen to you. This Bill Browder guy, for, who, who uh, is, you know, the Magnitsky Act, mm-hmm. he's been detained like six or seven times. Oh, yeah, and Rachel's had him on. Right, he's exactly. Been on the Rachel Maddow show, yeah. And every time, it's like these countries, like in Spain, they detain him. They're probably apologizing, but they still do it. Yeah. So how the hell did a Russian... National is the head of this thing now. Putin's the most powerful oligarch on the planet. He can make that happen. That story's not really getting a lot of press. No, it's, this is the first time See? hearing about it. Right. Where did that sounds like something Mother Jones would have? Where did you get that story? I read it uh, two days ago. Okay. I I don't remember where. Hmm. And I yeah no I know. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to try to find this one when we're done. At, when I first read it, the guy who was the head, the Chinese guy, had disappeared. Hmm. Nobody knew where he was, and now. Now it turned up that he's in jail. In a Chinese jail or in a Russian jail? He's in a Chinese jail. Okay. And they said he, uh, it's a money thing. It, it sounds mad sketchy. Well, yeah. Because he sounds like a bureaucrat. Like, he, he sounds like a guy who's basically like a bureaucrat. Well, it sounds like China and Russia had a reason to install a new head of Interpol because, because I, Russia and China. I absolutely believe that that could have happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sure for the right amount of money or whatever. Because Interpol is... It's serious, but it's also at the same time. It's not like countries don't probably give it the respect that it probably should have. Could Interpol nab Assange when they try to bring him over here and bring him back to Russia? Well, if the head is if the head of Interpol is Russian, he probably loves Assange. Well, that's what I'm saying. They they that's maybe oh, that's like why they have the new Russian head. They can rescue Assange when they're trying to extradite him over here to America. Yeah. So we found out. Uh, <laughs> speaking of laugh, our. I asked our legal advisor what he thinks about the... Oh, yeah. What's his opinion? Well, I asked him what he thinks about the U.S. attorney who accidentally copy and pasted Julian Assange's name, which is why you and I... Unforced error of the week. I love it. He was like, yeah, he's he's probably going to be... He's not going to get fired, but he'll probably be working in Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) Transfer. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine that guy the next day. Um, Well, look, the good news is you still have a job. The bad news is how do you feel about Juneau, Alaska? (laughs) <laughs> prosecuting major felonies. Oh. So yeah, Julian Assange's time um, in that fucking embassy eating cheese whiz is coming to an end. And I think we're all Good. quite happy about that. See, that when he got in there, the Ecuadorian government also had a very left-wing government. That government, I'm not super knowledgeable, but they've changed. And the new government is about... Oh, they're, they're not as friendly to Julian. And I also think they're like, enough already. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever reason that they have him there, he, it's... Yeah. It's like the house guest who's... Yeah, has stayed way too long. So me... I don't know. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think about Julian Assange being extradited here? Well, he needs to come here and, and go go on trial. Absolutely, yes. Because they make this argument about about the First Amendment and journalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think about that with regards to what he does? All right, well... Um... Does the First Amendment protect you from publishing stolen data? It... Here's what I think. You're allowed to, it protects a lot of things and disseminating information mm-hmm. is part of it. I'm not, I'm not a, a First Amendment expert, but here's what I think. Here's my thing. Julian Assange doesn't create anything. He doesn't disseminate or to synthesize. That's what a journalist does. You synthesize things. Okay. He's just basically a fence. 
all right, well, he had to get like he had to get it from somewhere. Right. But now it's not like this is a, a, uh, giving up a source that gave you news legally. And also, yeah. he did what he did during an act of war perpetrated yeah. here. Yeah, it's like a Nazi, like Nazi Germany. There were propaganda artists. Hmm. If one of them was doing their throwing shoving that propaganda at us, hurting our country, dropping leaflets over America, you know, pro-Hitler, mm-hmm. we wouldn't say, oh, you got a First Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. No, we'd fucking arrest them and put them in a military prison. Yeah, yeah that needs to happen to Assange. Right. There might be some serious uh, legal uh, magic that needs to be done to make sure that happens without any First Amendment uh, restrictions. Yeah, and all they have to do is show a, a criminal pattern where this is, I, I'm sure this would be easy to do. Just show that, in many instances, he's taken Russia's side and then he had the opportunity or had Trump information but never used it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can put that together like some kind of RICO case. I mean, yeah. again, not a lawyer here, just just trying to think out loud. It's a pattern. Yeah. He, it's, not, it's not the New York Times who gets confidential information and then blows your mind with some article. Mm-hmm. This guy literally just takes, by the way, WikiLeaks has also dumped social security numbers, addresses. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, Yeah. they've, Credit card numbers? They don't yeah, give a fuck. They don't. Because he is WikiLeaks. He needs to pay. Yeah. He needs to come back here and face the music. And if it is a First Amendment case, then good. Put him in a trial and let his lawyer do the best defense he can. And maybe we'll all uh, learn something. Mm-hmm. You know? And if it, if it goes his way, then it goes his way. But stop hiding out in that embassy. Yeah. Wow, really something. Um you got anything? Uh, no, I, I got everything that I were, what was in my notes. So yeah, we covered all my topics. I always feel like there's there's one more thing that I, but no, I think we got everything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man. Um, oh, we got our first uh, sponsor. Yes. I'm not going to say the name yet because we're still working it out. But if anyone else is interested in uh, sponsoring this show, you can contact us at the Muller Time Podcast at Gmail, Muller Time Pod on Twitter, or Muller Time Pod on. Uh, Facebook as well. Uh, anything but a watch company. <laughs> you can't do, be a watch company because we have signed an exclusive deal with a watch company. Yes. So anybody else? I saw that clause. Yeah, yeah. That's that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Be kind of rude to be like uh, pitching like multiple watches. So yeah, guys, if you could um, also uh, like, comment, subscribe, and especially write a review, mm-hmm. that would be great because in the algorithm world, more people. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was reading through some of the reviews on um, on our iTunes. Yeah. I like the bad reviews. They're funny. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some... Well, someone gave us a hard time for uh, shooting the shit and not like having prepared... Oh, you saw that? For not doing our own uh, investigative research. You saw that, right? Yes. L- let me say something about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was well, held against us. Yeah, it was a positive review, but it was negative or like one star. But yeah, the the big complaint was we don't do our own investigations. There's a lot of shows and books and things out there right now about this investigation. Nobody knows what's going on there. One of the things that's great about this show, if I can be so modest, yeah, we don't pretend to know. And we don't, I don't get on Twitter and say, something's coming or... What, what, what are those, what are those oh, people doing? Oh, come on. Do? No, you, you were hashtag felony Friday last week. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. I did that once. Okay. But I don't act like I know it's coming. I yeah. just say, it seems like today something's going to happen. Yes. And that was the only time. But a lot of these shows out there, they do do that. Mm-hmm. They're just guessing. I don't care if you're a former U.S. attorney with 40 years experience. You, have, you do not know what's going on inside the Mueller investigation. No. So, I think it does not leak. 
Right. So, like, I don't pretend to be anything other than a guy who just reads the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And that review was funny to me because that person was like, this is a good show, but then rated us two stars because she's like, it's not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, really? Yeah, but the, but the important thing was she rated it, which helps in the algorithm, even though it was only two out of five stars. Or was it four stars? What did they like? Yeah, you get five stars on iTunes. Yeah. No, look, there's a lot of, my friend calls them Mick resistors, like McDonald's. And they're people who tell you that they think they know what's going on or they have some inside scoop. And that's dangerous. And we don't do that on this show. And a lot of the other shows, I'm not naming anybody, but a lot of other people who do what we do, they act like that. And you don't know anything. I'm just a guy who likes watching the news. Yeah, well, we're, we do this here every week. And uh, thank you very much for always supporting and keep those reviews coming. Find oh, but find me on Twitter, low progr- at low progressive. Yeah, low progressive, and I'm at uh, Eric Levay, E R I C L E V A I, and we'll uh, might, might be catching you tomorrow. I hope so. Tomorrow, wishful thinking. Talk to you later.